Howdy folks, welcome to the latest episode of the Thinking Guns Podcast. How you doing? Sorry, weren't we? We uh, weren't around last week. Life happened. Life very much got in the way last week, but we're back now, kind of, in a 50-50 split with the one, the only, Greg Hicks. Hello. How you doing, pal? It's good. This just reminds me of that time we came back from um, Res and did the car one. Remember that? Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, that was a good time, recording on, on um, my phone. On the A, whatever it was, on the M4, on the A303, back from London, whilst it was raining. That was a, that was a trip. <laughs> Was that res? Was. That was tobacco dot, wasn't it? That was one it day was, of res. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. 19. God, that was... March 19, yeah. Wow. Feels like a long time ago. Mm. Yeah. Hopefully, um, EGX London will be uh, a little bit more exciting. Yeah. I'd, I'd drive to it as well. That's a bonus. It's a bonus of being up the road for it now, I suppose. Yeah, true. True, true, true. Um, so, yeah. It's just been great this week. I don't think this has ever happened. Ew. How, how exciting. Fortunately, we've got a lot of Greg stuff to talk about this. <laughs> so, it was like yeah. today, this week was catered to me that everyone was convenient on holiday or doing dad issues. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Cat and Miles are still um, out of the country. They're still very much on the other side of the world in America. Mm. Um, they'll be back next week, I believe. Um, so no more uh, no more worries next week. Well, they, they've us. gone over for a, like a Dead by Daylight meetup, haven't they? Yeah, people they've not, met. Not a convention, just a... Yeah, literally people they've met playing the game. That's mad. I mean, I know it happens. I know, like, you know, there's, there's stories of people meeting and all that in real life at Night Jack and Jazz. Just mm. mad. Yeah. Like, halfway, not halfway across the world, but quite a long way across the world to... To just hang out and be like, hey, yeah. I know you. To meet up, still... with, meet up with players of a subpar multiplayer game. <laughs> of a definite five out of ten. If that, if that. Anyway, um, let's jump into uh, game of the week. This shouldn't take long. Greg, your game of the week. Oh wow, so so many people to choose from. Um, know, my game of the week has been Sifu, which I've been ranting yeah. about on Twitter because I missed it when it came out. We we didn't unfortunately bag a review copy, which is a shame because um, it would have been nice. It was right up my alley, but I kind of sat on it because money and whatnot. Um, so I finally picked up a copy because I. Well, sinful confessions time. I traded in Elden Ring for Sifu because I was really, really getting fed up with Elden Ring. Mm. I know. I didn't know that. Yeah. Did you not? No, I didn't know you traded Elden Ring. Yeah, for- I, I got fed up with Elden Ring. I got stuck on the fire giant. And even with Toby, who was many levels ahead of me, trying to help me, he couldn't do it. Um, because apparently the fire giant is more of a horseback battle and you can't do horseback fighting when you there's two of you. Right. Can't summon um, torrent. Um, I think that was just yeah. that was just my my wall, and I hated it. And I just thought I'm not enjoying this game at all. Like my my many rants on Twitter about it, I'm just like, yeah, not enjoying it. At least with like Sekiro and Bloodborne, I mean, I was enjoying more the linear narrative and uh, you know as far as narratives go, but I was enjoying it. Um, but yeah, I just really was not getting into Elden Ring. So yeah, traded it in. Just was in town, so they had seafood and stuff at games. So I was like, "Yep, yeah, fuck it," and I absolutely love it. And it is a hard game, but it's got a very weird, like like Toby said, like a returnal esque kind of repetition to it. So you've got to do the earlier levels to build up permanently, not skills to uh, help you take on the later levels. But sure, you can't yeah. you can't chop and change. You can't do like level one to be better to level three. So like you've got a replay. You've got like an age mechanic. So when you die, this is what this is what threw me on it. So it's like if you die once, you have one death, for example. So you start at age twenty, so that's twenty one. And when you die a second time, that's two years, so it's twenty three. Three times twenty seven, that kind of thing. Mm. So I thought it was like one year per death. It's not. Obviously, the more you die the more the years add up and of course the more it adds onto your total. So you next thing you know, you, you go in like 27, 35, 30, that kind of thing. Like there's a boss that I was stuck on earlier on level three. So I went into it at level 30 because I went back and played the previous levels to get to that level at a lower age. Um, you can unlock shortcuts. So I went straight to the boss and it literally aged me 30 years. So I finally Oof. did the boss earlier on. I know I finally did the boss earlier on. I was like, I don't want to start level four at age 61 because the maximum you can get to is 75 
because you can resurrect each time you have these little beads like a talisman kind of thing and uh yeah obviously every 10 years it breaks right so once you hit like 70 you can't resurrect anymore so any more deaths will just basically kill you and i was like oh i don't want to start level four at age 61 so now i'm going to replay level three at the age of 30 and try and bring those down if that makes sense mm-hmm. so yeah it's it I, I don't want to say it's like easy to play hard to master because it's it the martial arts is kind of easy to do but the actual combat itself is quite hard right so it's not easy to play hard to master it's just easy to get into but hard to like actually progress in yeah i get it and uh yeah no it's, it's definitely good i mean like toby has also got it a day after me and he's also further than me and now has got rid of it because he got to the last boss and got stuck but <laughs> yeah he, he had like like i did with sakira got to the final boss and went no i'm done <laughs> but uh yeah no it's it's an enjoyable game and just like some of the set pieces are very reminiscent of other films there's like the old boy style sorry old boy style corridor sections and you know like fighting in the bamboo from crashing tiger that kind of thing or house of flying dag is one of the two right but uh yeah it, nice. it's hard but enjoyable like there are times when you die and you go ah oh, well and there's times you die and you're like that's fucking bullshit <laughs> So it's got that that yin and yang of like acceptable deaths to that was bullshit right yeah that, that's yeah. my game of the week is a nails martial arts game no so i think it definitely has those those greg vibes to it i knew that it was something that you would probably get into for sure mm, i'm just glad i like i was i was sitting on it going on the sale on like digital sale for example but when they had physical stock in i was like yeah that'll do yeah. fair nice one. how about you uh my game of the week is multiverses Ah yes, you know you and Sean have been talking about that. Yeah, we've um, we were lucky enough to uh, jump into um, a little preview um, earlier this week, and uh, we've been playing the closed alpha, and it's uh, it's a pretty good time. It's difficult to talk about um, like eight on eight brawlers without obviously referring to Smash Bros. Yeah, that's that's um, the elephant in the room, isn't it? Yeah, I mean it is it is exactly what you think it is. It's it's Warner Brothers Smash Bros. And there's it's it's very difficult to talk about it in any other way, but. Again, you know, it's always that conscious argument of is it just a genre now or is it just a clone? And well, it's like broadest kind of thing. Is it like a yeah, it's like is it is like it's is like smash clone the right thing to say, or is it just a genre now onto itself? Mm. Um, so I've been battling with that, but either way, it's it is really good fun. And if you've got Ira from Game of Thrones, Ira, Ira Stark, is that the right was that the right way to pronounce it? Ar- Arya, Ar- Arya, yeah. Okay. I know I genuinely never watched it, so I've no idea. Uh, uh, Batman, Wonder Woman. It's it's the animated series Batman, isn't it? Yes, yeah, Kevin Conroy Batman. Yeah, so like the the chunky, like animated one, as opposed to yeah, uh, you know, like rocks that he's Batman. Exactly that, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's pretty much aimed at a, a much younger audience. This one, and um, it's um, it's a good time. Uh, there isn't a huge amount to if you if you know what Smash is and you know, you've got the idea, it's there's up attacks, there's down attacks, there's left attacks, there's right attacks. You can throw people off platforms, you can bring people back up on platforms. It's fast and frenetic, and you do have to pick your characters very wisely. You do have to go through them and like choose who you think is kind of best for you um, in a very Smash kind of way. Uh, me and uh, me and the Tasmanian Devil has been, have been tearing shit up, to be honest. It's been, uh, nice. it's been a good time. Um, I'm playing online uh, with, obviously the alpha's been open now, so I've been playing online with people, and it's it is a good time. Um, the bots are way OP, so it was nice to actually go online and play with people who also didn't know what the hell they were doing. Ah, so it's good. That's <laughs> a nice bonus. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's a really good time, and it's shaping up to be uh, to be something that's going to be pretty cool. I think it's it's got a more interesting because obviously we played Nickelodeon All Stars Brawl earlier this year or late last year. Um, I think this has got a better lineup. I think, oh, okay. um, and the possibilities is cool as well because obviously Warner Brothers they own everything. Yeah, um, that the Disney don't essentially. So you know the um, the possibilities of who to come. You know they've got, of course, like Harry Potter and Mad Max and all sorts of people that could come into this. Oh yeah. Oh so, god, that's like a like a Mugen style thing of what could we see next? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, if Sean was on this, one of the topics probably would have been who do we want to see in multiverses? But he's not here, thankfully. Uh, so we don't have to get into that. But yeah, so far I'm having a good time with it, and um, 
very quickly also been playing Evil Dead, the game that's just a blast. Um, it's it's Dead by Daylight, it's Friday the 13th, all kind of mushed up together. Um, it's got all the voice actors from the original movie, which is pretty cool. Uh, bring, bringing them back and doing some cl- classic lines. It's uh, just, yeah, just trying to get out as quick as you can before you get murdered. Um, okay. Very reminiscent of Friday the 13th. Uh, but it's, uh, yeah, it's a lot more humorous. It takes itself nowhere near as seriously as Friday the 13th did. Um, apart from, of course, the teleportation and all that shit. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah, it's fun. Um, so, yeah, I've been jumping into that as well. There will be a multiverses write up this uh, this week. I did mean to do it earlier this week, but as ever, things and stuff. So it will happen this week. So you can read up my full preview of multiverses very, very soon. Uh, so, yeah, there we are. And I've been playing Fortnite, but you don't care about that, Greg, do you? I don't, no. No, nah, nah, I've been playing, <laughs> playing Fortnite. The, the live event is coming soon, so things are happening on the map. Very exciting. Anyway. Ah, as uh, long as you're enjoying it. I am. I really am. <laughs> I really am. Uh, right, now let's get into the news. And apparently, Death Stranding 2 is a thing, Gregory. Woo. We, can't, there was, we can't talk about it because Toby has just started playing it. Sure. Well, and if he, if he listens to this, then we're going to spoil it for him. So we have to be careful because he, he was messaging me earlier about it. And he said, like, it's I'm only two chapters in, but it's really compelling. And I'm like, how have you gone two and a half years without this game being spoiled for you? Mm. But he did say to what you were going to say, uh, he said, well, that's an obvious, pretty obvious thing. Yeah, but I'll, um, I'll talk about what we know thus far. And yeah. uh, Toby, um, I will put if, if, if Greg does get into endgame stuff, I will put um, the times into the uh, description so you know when to... I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to. Okay, well, game designer Hideo Kojima has seemingly responded to claims he's working on Death Stranding 2 with a cryptic tweet on Friday. Actor Norman Reedus, the star of the original Death Stranding game, claimed that he just started the second one when discussing the Kojima Productions game with digital publication Leo Edit. Officially, Kojima Productions have not said what his next video game project will be, now, Kojima has potentially acknowledged the report with a cryptic tweet posted on Saturday. The post contains several images of, of Kojima and readers together, including one in which the designer is pretending to stage a mock execution of the actor. Go to your private room, my friend, Kojima wrote, referencing the private room players are able to visit in the Death Stranding game. It goes on like that. So I guess the biggest question is Death Stranding 2, does it does it earn a sequel? Does it does it look like it's gonna no. have a sequel? Exactly. It does. It doesn't need one. Um, also, the mock, the mock execution. It should be pointed out that is Kojima threatening to hit him with. Um, oh, what's it called? Negan's bat. Um, right from The Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah. What's it called? Yeah. Lucille. Okay. So it's him threatening to hit him with a spike bat from that. So it's not an in-game Death Stranding thing or like a Silent Hill thing. It's just it's referencing the the Walking Dead that obviously normally Reedus is in. Um, I wonder if anyone's going to like uh, reverse search the photos and find that they're actually old or something like that. Um, oh, how do we talk about Death Stranding without spoiling? Because this is what Toby said to me. He went, oh, well, obviously um, Sam's in it because, you know, and I'm just like, well, when you play through the story, that may not actually be the case. And I'm, I'm trying to like tiptoe around it without spoiling it. The events of the first game do not necessarily suggest that he would survive or even not that he dies, that he would be in the next game, but there doesn't need to be a next game. Like, um, it's all in its weird way. It's all self-contained. It doesn't need a sequel. Mm. And it would annoy me if they do make a sequel because when they do it with films that don't need sequels and it's like, Oh, why? Um, so, I mean, maybe Norman Reedus just meant maybe working on the next game, as in the next game that he's collaborating with Kojima with. Yeah, sure. Um, maybe he just, maybe he did let something slip. Maybe it's DLC, I don't know. Um, although DLC two and a half years later would be a bit, uh, well, would be quite impressive. <laughs> I don't know what they could DLC though. Um, races, races that they added for the expanded edition, not enough? No, apparently not. <laughs> um so yeah i don't know it but no to answer your question it doesn't warrant a sequel it was a very well well written quote unquote kojima style thing um it was just a very self-contained game that didn't need you know it to call it to be to be wanky it's basically a self-contained experience that is just one and done if you start adding sequels to it then it just you know 
um what's the word like diminishes what the first one did by it's like if they made like shadow of the colossus 2 it it would ruin the impact of the first one because it'd just be another 16 colossi for example sure so yeah no i don't know what he means by that it'd be nice to see if he actually did make a flub or they do announce a sequel but we'll see hmm is that something as a fan of Kojima you'd want him to be working on, or would no, you like I wouldn't. to see him go back to something else? I'd like to see him do something else. Right. Um, obviously, yes, that sounds hypocritical as a Metal Gear fan because they keep making sequels. But even by then, I was just like, oh, stop retconning the series and stop spinning things off. Like, Phantom Pain was a good game, but when they keep trying to tie it into things, and it's like, oh, God, stop, stop not ruining, but stop messing around with what we've already established. Right. Sure. So, um, yeah, it, I, if it does get a sequel, I mean, obviously, yes, I'll play it, but I'm not enthused because I'd, I'd rather just made something else. Mm. Yeah, and th- there's a lot of talk about Silent Hill at the moment, obviously, uh, which we'll get yeah. into. Um, but who knows if Silent Hills is a thing that is actually happening? Have they kiss um, and made up? Who knows? Have Sony written a very big check to Konami? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We shall see. So yeah, obviously there's no more information about this yet, but um, Kojima appears to be having some fun with it on Twitter. Um, again, it could be Death Stranding 2, it could be something completely different. Mm. Um, but Redus is uh, Redus, Redus is in trouble. because you know. Yeah, silly boy. He's, he's like the uh, the Tom Holland of gaming. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> I wonder if anyone's ever described him as that before. You heard it here first. <laughs> We're all exclusive, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> on the Fucking Guns podcast. Uh, all right, then let's get into uh, some PS Plus news. Um, of course, the new PS Plus tiers are coming very, very soon. Basically, uh, end of next month, at least to the UK. Um, they're coming end of this month to Asia and um, the Eastern markets. So we're getting little tidbits of information now coming out regarding these things. And it looks like some PlayStation classics are coming to new PS Plus with trophy support, um, which has got um, our, Sean, our own Sean Davies and Miles Thompson very excited. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. Some other classic games being made available as part of the new PS Plus subscription service will include trophy support. This news was confirmed by one of Sony Interactive Entertainment's first-party developers, Ben Studio, which said on Thursday that it will be adding trophies to Siphon Filter. ADC Intel reports that Siphon Filter will include trophies when it arrives on the all-new PlayStation Plus, it wrote. And yes, you can earn a Platinum too. The PlayStation reward system, which lets players earn trophies by accomplishing objectives such as clearing levels, finding collectibles, or uh, you know what trophies are, they were introduced by Sony in 2008. This means that many of the classic games being released as part of the new PS Plus service won't include support, and presumably it's up to developers if this is something they want to add. Now then, Gregory, I know you're not the most staunch trophy uh, grabber, supporter, um, but does something like this make you want to replay some classic games? The thing is, I say yes, it will, but I know that when it comes to actually the time of it, I'll be just be like, oh, time, right. effort, no. <laughs> I mean, it's it's cool though because it will I mean, for those who want to, it's a very good incentive to replay old games and actually have something to show for it. Sure. So I'm all in favour of it. Like personally, um, I mean, at the moment I'm sort of burning candles at both ends and the middle. Um, so for me to sit down and play like another 25 hours of siphon filter again to get a platinum um it's not on my immediate to-do list like i I finally bought chrono cross and i barely played it i was so excited for the remaster and i barely touched it um so from a personal point of view it's good but not something i could invest time in but i as a as a whole then yes it's very good for for those who want that kind of thing and it's, it's good just to be like yeah, I'm still good at these old games. Mm. So it's it's a way of like, not, well, I should say it's bragging, right? It's just to be able to say like, yeah, I've still got the, the knack that I had for a game that was released up to 20 years ago or 20 plus years ago kind of thing. Are there any kind of PS Classics that you'd like to see had, had trophies add to, which would kind of incentivize um, you to go back? Oh, I mean, well, like the Seven Foot ones are pretty cool, but... Um, mm. Oh, I don't know. It's a big question. Like, because obviously I like a lot of the old school PS1 RPGs, but they're going to be, if they had trophy support, it's going to be insane things like reach level such and such, defeat this hidden boss, which is like end game kind of stuff. Right. So, like, to use Chrono Cross, for example, like, there is a lot of trophies on that that I've looked at, and they're not so much um, level 
type things but i know reading the list and having completed the game they're all like oh well, that's later on in the game that's 40 hours in that's 50 hours in so i don't know like there's the obvious like the action games like if they attend to you on there you know so many stealth kills do this lesson without a level without being spotted that kind of thing yeah but um i don't know really like you know if, if destruction derby came on there do a derby without totaling the car that kind of thing come first you know mm-hmm. so it, it it will probably add more challenge to games that i only ever played on easy back as a kid kind of thing but no nothing comes to mind that i can immediately think of that be like yeah i'd love a platinum on that to be like yeah i could do it back in the day because even I've said it before, like Resident Evil 2, I could speedrun that as a kid. Wouldn't know what to do now. Like Last time I played Resident Evil 2, I couldn't remember what, like, what all of the keys went. The, the, the heart club, spade key, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, I won't know until like the list of games is revealed and what the trophies are. But yeah, as much as I'd, I'd love to have this um, wish list of games I wish I could platinum, I'm just like, oh, I don't know, because I know I'll start them and forget what to do. How about you? Um, well, it's interesting to me because I never had a PlayStation, so mm. um, I'm I'm going to be jumping into a fair few of these games for the first time. So that extra kind of thing to um, go, hey, I got a platinum on, on, you know, Super Stardust Portable. That'll be that'll be quite cool um, because that's you know a game that I, I missed completely. The um, the original lineup so far, and there's not much on there. We've got Ape Escape, Hot Shots Golf, um, IQ, Intelligent Cube. Uh, jumping Flash, Cypher Oh, Force. Karushi, yeah. Yeah, uh, Super Stardust, Mr. Driller, Worms World Party, Worms Armageddon, uh, which I played on PC years ago, and Tekken 2. So that's it so far. So it's not a huge amount. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've never played Siphon Filter, so that'll be an interesting way to experience it for the first time, I suppose. Um, I've never played Ape Escape or Hot Shots Golf. I know these are big kind of PlayStation experiences that I've missed out on. So yeah, I mean, it's... It is it is a nice way to go back, but I've never played them, so you know I'm starting fresh anyway. Yeah. Um. So the addition of trophies isn't anything kind of a, it won't change my experience, really, because I have I've not played them before. Um. But I don't know. I've, I don't think we've um kind of talked about this. How do you feel about the new PlayStation Plus tiers and stuff? I'm still really confused by them, to be honest. Um. <laughs> it, it's just I mean. Yeah, because, uh, no, this is where I get confused. It's like, because I've got access to some games that are already on the service if I'm on one tier, but if I want all of them, I've got to upgrade to another one. And it's just, I, I don't know. And again, it's just like, I'd love to sink into like the, the back catalogue of games, but yeah, I mean, it's all well and good going, oh, I've got access to, you know, all these classics and all these new games on the subscription service. And it's like, cool, I've also got other games to play and to review and to, you know, a life to live outside of gaming. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's hard, is, it? I mean, at the moment, I've cancelled Game Pass because I'm barely touching my Xbox. So yeah, yeah Game Pass is quiet these days. Yeah, I mean, there's stuff on there, but like when stuff get uh, the first world problem I have with Game Pass is stuff that's already been on PlayStation. Well, for example, when I go, oh, cool, I played that. Yeah, um, or even like the back catalog of old Xbox stuff that keeps getting added, and it's like, cool, I played that before already. I don't need to go through it again. So, yeah. again, from a personal point of view, at the moment, it's not on my to-do list to bump up to, like, the super premium tier. But for those that have got the time, inclination, and money, then it, it's a great service. If, if yeah. you want, like you, for example, who wants to experience all these games from what you haven't played before, you have that ability to dabble. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, I've got, the, um, I've got a PS Now and a PS Plus, so I get PS Premium anyway. Right. Um, so I'll get bumped up to that um, when it comes, which is quite nice. Yeah. Um, which will include all of these things and the limit, the time limited game trials of Horizon Forbidden West and Uncharted the Legacy of Thieves collections, the two games that I already own. <laughs> I so, see. I've, yeah. I've barely touched um, Forbidden West, even after I yeah. bought it from Toby. I've, I've just done the first bit where you um, go down the lift. All right. Yeah. <laughs> And you clear out the robos, and then you speak to Matey, who wants to you to get some food for him. Uh, you know, the cook who wants you to. Yes. That's yes. all I've done. Right. But it's not gripping me because Aloy is such a pain in the ass character. <laughs> She's just such a douche from the first game. I'm sorry, but she is. She's just mm-hmm. like, oh, Aloy, what to help you? No, you'll get in my way. I'm like, people want to help you, and you're just 
oh no no i'm not gonna do it but yeah mm, fair enough. it's not gripping me because she's being such a wiener <laughs> fair enough fair enough um yeah i mean i do talk about the first world problem that we have of um review games slash games that we actually want to play in our own lives and um yeah we obviously got to prioritize review games so i think ps plus premium is just gonna make our heads explode there's just, yes. just too could, could there be too much i guess too much to play i guess is that a problem i don't know the sort of oversaturation and sport for choice kind of thing yeah absolutely um so yeah i mean we'll see how the ps1 and the ps2 uh catalogs evolve and if they do get um additional trophies then it's gonna be um yeah it should, should be pretty interesting i mean if they put the bouncer on there with trophies then i'm all over that but okay it's not gonna happen but the bouncer and ghost hunter they would be my two games i want to go back to ghost hunter wow. i love that it's such a great game <laughs> well we shall see we'll write up a petition you never know what more. true they always work, don't they, petitions? Yeah. 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 Um, okay, let's get into our third news story. We're 25 minutes into this podcast. Um, Final Fantasy VII news will be shared next month. The remake director reveals. Um, I'm reading all of this on VGC, by the way. Um, I should mention that before I start reading, ripping off all that stuff. Uh, Square Enix will make announcements regarding the 25th anniversary of Final Fantasy VII next month. That's according to director Tetsuya Nomura who shared the news during a Japanese live stream focused on the mobile battle royale Final Fantasy VII, The First Soldier, on Wednesday. It's possible June's announcements could include the reveal of Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, since Square Enix has previously indicated that it would like to share details on the sequel during this anniversary year. 2022 is not, the only, it's not only a milestone of Final Fantasy VII, but also the series itself, and publisher Square Enix recently said it intended to release several new games this year, but that its plans are centered around the most high-profile franchise. So there we are. That's not uh, a huge amount to go on. It's but... such a non-story, isn't it? <laughs> it's like, what? What Final Fantasy Seven news do you want to see, Greg? Here's, here's the news that will be giving you some news at some point. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, this is not really a Greg-centric story because Greg got really disillusioned with Final Fantasy Seven. This is, this is the thing. Like, we had the op- like I should have been all over that, but I was a bit just like, ah, oh, cool. When I finished it, and I know you really enjoyed it, which is good because it got you on board. Um, I think the Final Fantasy VII hype train for me has kind of run out of steam because obviously it took so long for the remake to come out and then they started fucking with the story. And I don't hold Final Fantasy VII as like the best in story writing ever because I have played through it recently, um, the original one, a few years back. I did like the sped up thing through PlayStation. So it was all just like, you know, whizzing through the story. Right. Um, it's really not a great story, the original uh it always gets heralded as like a champion of rpgs because it was one of the ones to really break the western mold but it's not a great story and with this new one when they're like oh they're going alternate timelines Woo, what's going to come next is sethiroth going to come in earlier is it a different timeline and he's already been in the future and he's trying to change it does Aerith really die Woo. i'm just like <laughs> i don't fucking care um and like oh to not go too deep into the lore i'm sure toby will probably listen to this and then call me out on it but obviously like the whole point of Zack in the first one is Zack was the one in Soldier. Cloud was just a very average soldier who became friends with Zack and then took his place. And then because of Mako infusion, amnesia, whatever, convinced himself he was Zack and everyone else just kind of believed him and went along with it. I'm not entirely sure what the gray lines are there. Um, and it's like, oh, it's one of the greatest stories ever. But it's just, yeah, what? Like the, the the remake kind of I finished it and went, alright, cool. Um and the fact that they're gonna draw this out into however many parts over the years, just just yeah, just it, I'm just like, alright, cool. And the fact that they put out a story this is the second story I've seen in two weeks ago, and oh, there's gonna be more news soon. It's like you're basically putting out press releases to say there will be a press release of a press release in June. Yeah. It's like wow. Yeah. The more you keep going on about it, the more I'm not interested. If you suddenly drop some amazing news that was about, oh my god, wow, what a surprise drop, um, I'd probably be more interested. But the more they keep doing the whole like, oh, no news yet, but there will be news soon, or here's here is the news telling you there will be news. It's just like, <sighs> but from my cynical series fatigue point of view, how about you? Who's gone into it from the remake standpoint? Yeah, I really want to play part two. <laughs> and it's taking it's taking a long ass time. I 
I got on this train and I was like, I don't know anything about Final Fantasy VII. I'm going to jump in the remake. It looks beautiful. I was played that, it. Was that a train pun because it starts on a train? Hey, see, he's got it. Greg yeah. doesn't know. He's just a what a legend. Um, I loved it. Um, I completely fell in love with it. Um, I had no qualms with the story because I had no nothing to kind of carry it from. Um, Toby was like, the ending, grr, grr, where was me, etc. Um, I was like, yeah, it was cool. That's interesting. Just, just excited to see what uh, comes on next. What I wasn't prepared for was like this three-year wait in between parts. Um, yeah. This is bothering me. <laughs> I didn't know if they were going to do like... how a, many parts? Yeah, exactly. I didn't know if they were going to do like a Hunger Games and at least release one a year, you know, um, but uh, evidently not. Um, what does worry me about this is that is that it would like to share details on the sequel during this anniversary year, which means that this year we'll not get part two, but we'll get details about part two. Um, and I'm assuming I'm going to put a, put a, my hat in the ring and say late 2023, we might get part two. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I'm going to need a catch up at that point because it would have been a while since I played part, part one. Um I was I'm I'm very ready to be on this hype train and follow it all the way to the end. But it's uh they've they're being very cagey and quiet about it, and that, that bothers me somewhat. Because they're you know, there's there's gonna be a whole load of people just like me who didn't know FF7 from Adam and jumped on because the remake looked pretty and wanted to get the hype and try and try and understand why this was so exciting. And now we're kind of in the dust, like with everyone else going, Well, where the hell's part two? You know, I don't need it. I don't need to play it tomorrow, but I'd like to know when it's coming um, or have a vague idea of like when we can expect part two, part three, part four, whatever, however many it's going to be. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's the, uh, the the caginess that's kind of bothering me at the moment. But it looks like um, we won't have to be waiting much longer, but we shall see. Um, yeah, it's all June. So, of course, June is going to be, um, as ever, the month of announcements so uh we will keep on top of it and hopefully um we'll we'll find some exciting things away from the remake is there anything kind of to celebrate final fantasy that they could or should be doing that as a as, as kind of a long-term fan would would satisfy that um that, that cynical greg head of uh, remake final fantasy 8 <laughs> 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 okay yeah they'll get around that do you think there's there's enough of a clamoring for that like there was for seven? No, no, absolutely not. No, no that is disappointing though, I suppose. Oh well. <laughs> yeah. I know Ethan Lawrence is a big fan of uh Final Fantasy Nine. Um oh, someone he, has to. He uh yeah, he basically says it's unequivocally his favorite game of all time. So uh yeah, I, I feel like I feel like I missed out in that whole seven, eight, nine era. So maybe I can go back. Eight and nine are on um PS now, I believe. So yeah, I could I could jump into them at some point. Oh, Greg, there's too many games, man. Too many games. I know, I know. Too many games. What the hell? Where the, where the hell do we start? Uh, right then, let's go to our final news story, man. This is gonna be a this is gonna be a um, Konami is going hard with Silent Hill. Let's just uh, gonna slow it down a bit as I open the bloody news story. Uh, once again from VGT. Multiple Silent Hill projects are currently in development at studios around the world. Sources have told VGC and can include a remake, a full sequel, and a story-focused episodic series. Last week, a collection of leaked concept images appeared to confirm that a new Silent Hill is or was in development. This followed a VGC story from last February in which we reported that Konami was planning to revive the long-dormant horror game series. Now, details are emerging on what some of the projects could look like, as first mentioned by influencer Nate the Hate, Jesus fucking Christ, and journalist, <laughs> journalist Jeff Grubb, one of the in-development titles could be a remake of the fan-favorite 2001 installment, Silent Hill 2. This matches with what VGC have learned from our own sources. It's claimed that the remakes will feature reworked AI, animations, puzzles, several new endings, and potentially release a timed exclusive on the PlayStation consoles. The Medium Studio, Bloober Team, have also been linked to the Silent Hill franchise over Ugh. the past 18 months. <laughs> Silent Hill, The Walking Simulator. Not a fan of the Medium? Not a fan no, of, medium. Not a fan of yeah. pretty Bloober games. They're a bit shy and formulaic. Silent Hill's composer, Akira Yamaoka, Yamaoka, yeah. Yamaoka um, even worked on Bloober's 2021 title of The Medium 
and teased his next game project by stating it was, quote, the one you've been hoping to hear about. Blue Team did not immediately respond for a request to comment. Um, so there we are. Uh, the, the problem is you, you, Akira, Yamaoka, uh, Akira Yamaoka doing a soundtrack is not quite the big draw that it was before because he's hauled himself out for a lot of shit games. Like 20 years ago, if it was like, oh, Akira Yamaoka's done the score like he did for Silent Hill 1 and 2, he'd be like, oh, but yeah. It's not quite like if he's going the one you've been hoping to hear about basically means is it's not the medium too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm not getting my hopes. Oh God, this sounds like a me centric podcast, but I'm just shitting on everything. But I'm, I am a Silent Hill fan, but I don't know why. Like one, two, I never really played much of three. One and two were great. Um, I did play Homecoming and Downpour. I never played like Shattered Memories, which was the original remake of the first one. And obviously I never bothered to touch the HD collection on PS3 or Xbox because they were nefariously bad ports. I was really excited for Silent Hills. And then we know what happened. Um, So yeah, I'm I'm like in limbo when it comes to Silent Hill stuff. I'm I'm kind of like, I want to see it done done justice, but not by a team that makes walking simulator horror games. Because I've I've had enough of those just from the ones I've reviewed. I, mean, I say that I'm sure I'll review the next one that comes along, but yeah, walking horror, walk, like first person walking horror, that's uh, walking simulator horror game is just boring now. They're so old hat, but we have no confirmation as to what it's going to be. So I'm obviously like just, um, you know, generalizing before we've even told what it is. If it is a remake of Silent Hill 2, then yeah, that'd be amazing because that game is oh, terrifying. Yeah. I mean, have you ever played any of the old ones or any of the Silent Hill games? Um, I've played the original Silent Hill. Um, a, a friend's house to completion or never completed it. But uh, I remember staying up like very, um, very scared at this game when I was about 11 or 12 or whatever it was. Um, but yeah, only the original, none of the right. others. So Silent Hill 2 would be, I mean, I wouldn't play it, you know me, but it would be, I think, I think that would, that would, that would, um, that would please a lot of people. Yeah. Um, a remake of it is, it is um, regarded as one of the best for a reason. Hmm. What about Silent Hills? Do you think that's just? Uh, do you think that's been and gone now? I think that's. Uh, well, I mean, it have to be a, a yeah, big, we... a big check for, um, uh, you know, for Konami and Kojima to patch up. Yeah, because that had like the whole Del Toro side to it, and I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that would be that'd be impressive to see, but you know. I mean, it sort of feeds into the story from a couple of weeks back that Konami was going to revive Castlevania, Metal Gear, uh, and Silent Hill. Um, but whether or not that's remakes of originals or brand new ones, they haven't really been specific. But, um, you know, you never I mean, know. It's, it's, it's hard to trust anything Konami come out with nowadays because they're more focused on, well, money and mm. literally direct money from like pachinko machines. They've, they've fucked up so many of their old franchises. Um, obviously like Contra, for example, that's awful. Um, Metal Gear was Metal Gear Survive and that was terrible. Yes. Sun, like Castlevania, what are they doing at the moment? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, it's, it's hard to have any faith in what Konami are going to do. And obviously if they're going to revive Silent Hill, it's like, are you actually going to revive it because of what the fans want? Or are you going to put out something that you've done a focus group on? For completely out of touch people that think that people are going to like it, yeah, exactly that. And I think the biggest hurdle was trying to convince people that a new Metal Gear is a good thing without Kojima's involvement. It won't happen. I mean, it, I've, I've heard rumors, obviously, about this Metal Gear Solid remake over the year, yeah, up the last six months or so. Yeah, and then if they've got the rights to do so, and they do it properly, then fine. But I don't have any faith that they're just not going to monetize it or do something really stupid with it. Episodic Metal Gear Solid 1. Like, no, that wouldn't work. Oh, man, if they remade it like Final Fantasy 7. Well, I mean, they remade it with Twin Snakes. And I actually really enjoyed that, but apparently a lot of people didn't. Metal Gear Solid Remake Part 1. <laughs> <laughs> like, it cuts off when Snake goes at the freight elevator after the docks at the start. And you got to wait three years for the next part. Like, <laughs> Every 45 minutes, you just get yeah. a new part. <laughs> and then just a credit scene. 
Yeah. So yeah, I mean, again, we're we it's this is a, a podcast of speculation because that's all the news is at this present moment in time. Um, hopefully we'll hear more next month. This time next month we'll have a might have a clearer idea of what Silent Hill is to come. But um, yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, PT is still sitting there doing very very little. Um, have you still got one? Have you still got a PS4? I don't know. My PS4 no. went to fund my PS5. Ah, uh, yeah, same. But I switched from my PS4 to PS4 Pro, and obviously couldn't re-download PT. Yeah. Yeah, are you missing it though? No, I mean it was great as an experience, but if it's just sat there not doing a lot, you can't sell the consoles with it on because of um, like data protection. Because of pro, uh, you could you could delete your profile on the console, but leave it on there for someone else to log in who has bought it before. But yeah, there's like eBay don't allow you to do that kind of thing. So mm. <laughs> it's one of those things that some people are like. I've still got PT on my console. Cool. <laughs> like, well done. No, great. No one cares anymore, man. Yeah, exactly. Was, years ago. <laughs> um, what about uh, the idea of Supermassive? Of course, did um, Until Dawn um, doing kind of an episodic short story thing with Silent Hill. Does that get your <sighs> does, does that get your spider sense tingling? No. Um, no I, don't think you do I mean, Until Dawn was all right, but they're obviously like running the whole horror thing into the ground with like little. Hope, Little Hope, Man of Eden, all that kind of jazz. Yeah, they're doing the Dark Pictures games, aren't they? And again, it's just like you did, you did well with Until Dawn. Ah, oh, we're going to franchise it. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't franchise things, guys. Okay, Greg doesn't like that word. Well, yeah, it's just look, the law of diminishing returns for me. Like mm. you know, the more they keep doing the same thing, like like Miles Morales, that was all right. It's more of the same. Spider Man Two's coming out at some point, and I'm sure I'll play it, and I'm sure I'll get it, but. Hmm. Well, I mean, like, which it sounds very contradictory to me because I do buy sequels and, you know. Yeah, and you are a fan of remasters as well. Let's yeah, not, exactly. Let's yeah, it. exactly. But sometimes if it's just more of the same, I get bored of it. Like, like I said, I barely touched Horizon. Mm. But I'll get God of War 2 when it comes out because that was great. Whereas Horizon is just not doing it for me. Like, it's just like, I can't be asked to put my, maybe it's because I know it's a big open world game that I can't be asked. But I, I don't know. I mean, that's like a whole nother psychiatric evaluation, but it's. I don't know what, like, I don't know what it would take for me to want to play, like, any upcoming sequels and stuff. Yeah. But I won't know until they come out. We'll yeah, see. that's fair. That's fair. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully this time next month we'll uh, we'll have a whole list of Christmas uh, games that we can play. And we'll, one of them may be Silent Hill related. You know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I'm going to add, because we're still pretty sure, I'm going to add one more story and then we'll... Uh, Jump into recommendations if that's cool. Yeah, sure. Um, nothing major, uh, but um, CD Projekt Red, everyone's favorite developers. Um, the Witcher 3 Wild Hunt is now scheduled to be released for a new gen consoles in the fourth quarter of 2022. CD Projekt made this announcement on Thursday to coincide with the seventh anniversary of the game's original release. Quote, based on recommendations from persons in charge of development, the management board plans to release the next gen version of the Witcher 3 Wild Hunt game in Q4 2022. End quote, the company said. Um, Witcher 3 new gen release was originally scheduled for last year, but in October was delayed until the second quarter of 2022 and then into 2023. So the release has been brought forward. But why and how? This is the question that I have um, about this. Is this CDPR just trying to get a little bit of goodwill back in the world? Or is there something actually ready? Has it been in the oven for a while and now they're going to do it for a Christmas thing? Because, I mean, surely everyone's got um, a copy of The Witcher 3. Like, you can buy the Game of the Year edition for, like, a fiver on the sale now. Yeah. It's going to be free, isn't it? Pretty much. So they don't, they don't need all that sweet, sweet next-gen money because surely everyone's got a copy of it. I'm obviously being hyperbolic, but I'm sure everyone has got a copy of Witcher yeah. 3 because it's... Yeah. Yeah, what is interesting is that it has been brought forward. You don't see that very often in games. Like, well, um, that makes you wonder, like, maybe it's just ready and they're just going like, oh, actually, we didn't need as much time as we projected on it. Yeah, it seems that way. I don't know. Or, or it's CDPR going, please like us again. Oh, my God. But again, it's what I said yeah, earlier. Like, I'm kind of looking forward to it, but am I going to put 210 hours back into The Witcher 3? Probably not. Well, this is the thing I was going to ask you. was like, again, the to the conversation that we've been having already. It's like, that's a big game to take on again, isn't it? Yeah, um, I mean, I remember like when PlayStation Four did its um, 
five-year anniversary when you put your gamer tag in and it tells you what your top three games were and that kind of thing. And for me, it was like Bloodborne, Metal Gear Solid Five, and Witcher 3 at 210 hours. And I'm like, fucking hell. Where did that go? Yeah. But I'm like, that was before I started writing for you guys, for example. I'm writing for other sites. And I'm just like, that was, that was literally just work, jiu-jitsu, and gaming. And now, obviously, I've got other factors as well. But it's just like, have I got time to put... Well, have I got time to put that much time back into Witcher 3? Probably not. But I know I'm going to want to download the free upgrade and be like, ooh... Well, I kind of want to see what it looks like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Because they, yeah. they did the 4K update, and that was pretty shiny. But the next-gen update, like, what can they possibly do more to that game? Which is funny, because I don't like Skyrim, and I get fed up of all the Skyrim re-releases. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to the, what is essentially the same thing. Mm. I always found The Witcher 3 a lot more engaging than Skyrim. Yeah, I, I don't get Skyrim's appeal, but... Yeah. I was going to talk about Skyrim this week, because they're, they're, they're re-releasing it on Switch um, this year. Uh, is, it, is, is it going to be cloud or is it going to be uh, an actual cartridge? Um, it's going to be a cartridge, I believe. Um, the anniversary edition that was out earlier or late last year on um, PS5 and PS3, they, yeah, they're going to whack it on Switch because we need more Skyrim. Right? Yeah. Well, they saw that they could run Witcher 3 on Switch and went, oh, that's not good enough. We're going to put Skyrim on there again. <laughs> put Skyrim on fucking everything immediately. I've just had a text update from Toby who's playing Death Stranding and I'm assuming it's about a Death Stranding message because it's very non sequitur and Toby, but he just messaged me saying it's like one part of Kojima's mind is massive organization of armies and supply log- logistics is fun and the other half is and the other half is fucking mental psychosis and monsters and death. Just ap- apropos of nothing, Toby's just messaged me that. <laughs> So we're gonna we're gonna assume that was about Death Stranding, but yeah, I'm just gonna say welcome to Death Stranding. <laughs> like he's asking me questions about it, and I'm like, do you not? If you don't want to spoil the game, stop asking questions. Mm. How far has he got into it now? Uh, well, as of yesterday, he was on chapter two, and it's like fifteen, no, fifteen. I'll round it up, say fifteen total. But okay. yeah, he's asking me stuff, and I'm like, do you really want the honest answer, or are you just asking rhetorically? <laughs> So he's still got he's still got a fair way to go then. Yeah, I mean the, the director's cut makes it easy to finish the missions because they've added new stuff in, unlike us OG PS4 players who had to do all the grind. <laughs> um, you were there, man. You were in there. It's just like oh yeah, but um, it's still there's still a fair bit to do in the director's cut. Mm. But uh, yeah, so I just just to derail it because he messaged me. I'm like, what is he on? Oh, where he's playing Death Stranding. Yeah. Um, no, just going back to like the the Witcher and stuff. Like talking about long games. Funny enough. Um, yeah, I mean. It, it can't be a cash grab to bring it forward, but maybe it's just because they realized that, oh, actually, we're done. We don't need to do any more to it. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, oh, hang on. Funny enough, as I'm online and as just popped up, and it's like, the game is expected to be released between October 31st and December 31st. It's like, yeah, that's quarter four. Well done, advert. Yep, there we go. That's what we yep. Yep. <laughs> We knew that bit. Yeah, <laughs> we are rounding it up as we go along. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of always fun in, in these pods. There's normally a little bit of a breaking news, but of course... It's a Sunday. We normally record on a Monday, so that's yeah. Happened. Um, so yeah, The Witcher Three could see a year-end release. Um, if you really want to play it again on PS Five, in it all of its shininess. I mean, saying that, if you haven't played it, you really should. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. the thing is now, I want to say like, buy it now while it's cheap, but don't play it until the, the update comes out. <laughs> no, yeah, that's that's a very good idea. Um, it's currently, if you're playing on PC, it's currently in the Epic Game Store, and the Epic Game Store are doing a mega sale right now. Well, this is what I was going to say to you, like regarding Resident Evil Two, because you haven't played it yet and you were always on the fence. You can get the Resident Evil Two remake for fourteen quid, but the PS Five update is going to be free, so you can get a PS Five version of Resident Evil Two for fourteen quid. Yeah. yeah. Same with what yeah. I said to when I said to Toby actually. Um, I I don't know if he's done it now, but like the Death Stranding PS Five version was, I think the base game was forty quid, forty five quid, like brand new. But you could go to mm-hmm. CEX, well, you can't because you're banned. Um, you go to see. <laughs> You go to CEX, buy a second-hand copy for 15 quid, and buy the PS5 update for a fiver. Oof. Well, there you go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, when I when I look for games to buy now, I'm always looking, going, like, has he got a free PS5 upgrade? Yeah. Because I said to my mate, because he wanted to buy Sniper Contracts 2, and he was looking at the PS5 version. I was like, mate, they're selling it for 20 quid in Asda. It's free PS5 update. Yeah, it's... um, It's, it's weird how that works. Yeah, it's definitely a smart thing to do hmm. um, before they uh, before they inevitably start charging us all. So. Yeah, but yeah, to anyone that hasn't played Witcher 3, then yeah, pick it up on the cheap. Keep it in your library. 
and just wait for the free mm. update. They don't really need to have jumped into the first or second one, do they? The third one is kind of very No, I mean, I didn't play the first one. I played the second one through once, and it was a bit of a slog. But there's enough recaps that you can... There was a way of actually recreating your save from the Xbox version of... Or the Xbox 360 version of Witcher 2 to the, the Xbox One version of Witcher 3, but I don't think any other format allowed you to really do that. PC, maybe, if you don't have to mess around with it. Mm. But no, there's enough recaps. You can simulate the events of... You, you can start Witcher 3 and simulate events from Witcher 2 to play out certain things that will tie into it. Okay. Well, there you go. But if you don't know what they are, you can just do like a lucky dip of like, yeah, maybe this happened. Don't know what happened. Yeah, fine. Cool. That, my friend, is what we call consumer advice. Indeed. Greg is full of consumer advice. It's amazing. Yep. Uh, all right then, let's uh, let's get into our uh, recommendations. This is where we find something throughout the week that we thought we'd like to share with you, our dear listener, whether it be a game, a movie, a TV show, a book, or a face mask. Who knows? I'm just looking at things on my table right now. Uh, <laughs> Why do you have a face mask? Are you are you need some self cleansing. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, work related for work related things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Gregory, do you have anything to share with our dear readers this week? Listeners, even listeners. Um, just a reminder because it is coming out this Friday. Stranger Things four. Oh yes, yeah. And uh, as much as series three went like snooker loopy, I'm still really looking forward to it. It's a two part series, so like part one comes out this Friday, and part two is like July third or something stupid like that. Mm. But yeah, I, oh yeah, Stranger Things is back, and just just that that theme tune, just ah. Oh. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. I, I I liked I like I liked the last series. It went so it went so synth wavy in eighties, didn't it? It was oh it was, totally big flowery shirts and yeah, yeah, it was so colourful. Like the um, that, that was it. The, the first series was just like treading the water, really, wasn't it? Very dark, mm. very small, a bit like the Matrix film. Like the first one was very dark, very linear, that kind of thing. And by like series two and three, it's like ah, let's get the Russians involved, let's get carnivals involved, <laughs> let's get a mall involved, you know. Yeah, that final battle in Starcourt Mall was uh, was mm-hmm. a hell of a lot of fun to watch. Uh, so yeah, very excited for so many things for. Um, same day that Obi Wan Kenobi actually launches on Disney yeah. Plus, um, with Uma McGregor and Hayden Christensen back as Darth Vader. Who knows why? Because you know, I'm assuming he's going to be wearing a mask the entire time. But there we are. Is he has he got short hair in all the promo events because he's had to shave it to be burnt and bold? The Darth Vader flashbacks. You know, he has got short hair in the promo. Yeah. yeah. I only made that thing earlier on when I saw a picture, so I just, you know, I've not been holding on to that theory for a while, only about three hours. <laughs> it's a good one, though. It's a good one. So, yeah, 27th, book a day off, watch Stranger Things, and the first two episodes, I believe, of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Are they doing it sequentially? Uh, uh, like, you... uh, not sequentially, what's the word? Um, staggered. Uh, yeah, you get two episodes, and then it's one a week after that. <laughs> of course they do sequ- series sequentially. That's how series works. Um, yeah. They're not, yeah, they're oh. not just dropping it all at once. I, is what you mean. Yeah, they did it with Moon Knight as well, didn't they? Yeah, they don't do it on Disney Plus. They do it. I, I thought this whole thing were like, oh, you you subscribe to something and it's there. No, it's it's just like watching it on telly. Yeah, no. you can blame One Division for that because uh, they they went nine weeks on One Division and like the, the speculation between episodes and the, their social media numbers just absolutely rocketed. I didn't watch One Division, but I know the whole. No, like, I know. Is so and so. Not Loki. Uh, Evan Peters' character, Mephistos. Yes. Mephisto. Yes, the one. Uh, yeah. No. Well, that, that was it. That was the thing every week, wasn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I can see what they did because it drums up, well, you know, internet audiences. Yeah, it's all about numbers, and then they get more subscribers. It's just, mm-hmm. uh, just uh, the aim of the game. But yeah, mm-hmm. weekly for everything. I think moving forward now. Um, including uh, Miss Marvel, which starts a week after Stranger Things and everyone can know So, yeah, Marvel Studios are not slowing down <laughs> at all. And we may go a week one day without any Star Wars content. You never know. Bloody book of Boba Yeah, Fett. right. <laughs> I, well, you're not going to get much from me because I've not watched any Star Wars stuff since um, the last film. Oh, really? Rise, you haven't of, seen... Rise of Skywalker. No, I haven't yeah. watched any of the series, no. Uh, I don't have Disney Plus. Um, oh, Greg. No, I'm not missing out that much. Um, again, we, the, the main draw with Disney Plus is like, ah, oh, all the old films. And it's like, oh, I haven't got time. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I, mean, I, like, I, um... I sound like a victim of circumstances. I'm not. Like, obviously, I make my own time. I choose to go to the gym and jiu-jitsu and stuff like that. So if I cut those out, I'd have all my evenings free. But, yeah, like, uh, you know, the stuff I've got on old box sets, like Sim- I know they own Simpsons as well and all that kind of stuff and Red Dwarf and all these old films. I've got them because I can choose to watch them. When it's like, here's a massive catalogue of thousands of old films, I'm like, cool. Oh, just... I, I, like, I, I cruise through Amazon Prime going, cool, seen that, seen that, seen that. I could watch that, can't be asked. Snowpiercer's is on there, the film, and I've heard it's really good. Still haven't watched it yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm like that as well. I haven't seen it either, but I really want to. Well, the other problem is <laughs> um, because I watch a film that I've seen before, for example, Amazon Prime goes, films you might like, and I'm, I'm cruising through them going, got it on DVD, got it on DVD. Yes, I could watch it in HD on Prime, and I'm like... Oh, I feel like a traitor. I've got. I'm looking at my copies right now, going like, <laughs> like a traitor. Yeah, it's like. Well, I, well, it just feels like I've, I've paid money on this one, so I'm just like, cool. I, I can watch it in HD, and it's like, cool. Old films, slightly jazzed up for the 4K screen, you know. You feel like you, you, your physical copies are looking at you like, what are you doing, Greg? <laughs> I, yeah, like you betrayed us with vintage. <laughs> you bought us for a reason. Yeah. You oh, bought us at full That's price. Funny. You fool. When you could have got us at a car boot sale, or if you'd have waited twenty years, we would have been on a subscription service that you didn't know about twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. I think you like the Mandalorian. I think that's a Greg shit. I've heard good things, mm. but um, yeah, I mean, like Star Wars for me is just—I'm not going to be like a gatekeeper and go, "Oh, the first three, the best." Blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't know. I just, I just think like, I mean, I like we said, I like Last Jedi, and a lot of people didn't. I think Ryan Johnson did a very good thing by trying to like round up some really good threads and then of course because people went boo it's not what we wanted and obviously jj abrams just bindle that and made a shitty final film mm-hmm. i think that's kind of soured my taste for star wars at the moment yeah i agree but last year i was done dirty like my my dvd copies are the silver boxed versions of the ones that george lucas fucked around with but not too much so it's like the right. 2004 versions okay so I haven't got the ones of Vader going no <laughs> at the end. I've just got the one with like the Return of the Jedi, um, Jabba's Palace sing along kind of thing. Right, lovely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh dear. And Hayden Christensen Ghost. You know, that's 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 the DVD version I've got without too much fuckery. Oh, is it? I've never seen that actually. I've never seen Hayden. Christensen oh yeah, Ghost. it's just the, at the end where they got rid of Sebastian Shaw, and it's just like, oh hello, it's Hayden Christensen, because obviously that's how he died at the end of oh no it must be 2006 on it must be 2007 box sets because 2006 was Revenge of the Sith wasn't it yeah so right. it must be it's the silver box set after that because obviously like yeah the idea was Sebastian Shaw originally was he just died a bit and became Darth Vader of course then Hayden Christensen was chopped and burnt and that was the last we saw of him before he became Darth Vader so that's when they then posted him in so that's the version I've got right what a weird thing to re- to film for Hayden Christensen. Like, that just... Can you come in for 10 minutes? We'll put you in a robe and we'll just make you sort of stand there, smile and shrug at the camera. No. Oh, we'll give you half a mil. Fine. <laughs> Plus, you're going criti- to be criticised on the internet for years to come. Oh, yeah, but half a mil is a lot of money. All right, then. Yeah. Forcibly removing an actor from his role. Yeah, who was only in it for five minutes with his mask off and a burnt crispy face at the end of the original anyway. Oh, fucking Star Wars, man. <laughs> fucking Star Wars. But hey, everyone can know me this week on Disney Plus. Hello there. Ian McGregor's yeah. back. I'm happy about that. It should be fun. Mm. Um, right then, let's get into our uh, releases, which is out this week. Um, it's not a it's not a massive week, but we'll see what's out. May 24th, we got Streets of Rage 4 coming to Android and iOS, if you really need that goodness on your phone. What? There it is. Um, roll maybe, champ- maybe Miles might actually play it this time. Maybe. Maybe. Um, yeah, because it's always better with touchscreen controls, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, like we need a, fr- a frantic beat-em-up. is trying to, like, smack a six-inch phone screen. <laughs> God. Uh, Road of Champions, um, that long, gestating game from uh, Ubisoft, I want to say, uh, which me and Sean played the beta of, I want to say, in, like, April last year. Um, it's finally coming out to its full release on PC and PS4 on May 25th. Um, it's fine. Um, I might see if I can jump on a demo just to see what it's like now because it's been a fair while uh, May 26th I guess is the big release of the week Sniper Elite 5 is coming to PC, PS4, Xbox um, fingers crossed uh, you'll get some coverage of that on Thinking Guns um, we are still awaiting it but we shall see hopefully that will be sorted very very soon 
And um, your man, Mr. Gregson Bomb, is going to be covering that one for us. If Hopefully. So uh, fingers crossed. It's, it's, it's now out there in the ether. We've, we've said it will get it, so we should hopefully get it. Yeah, that's how that works. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're also getting uh, God of War Ragnarok. And uh, as I say, we'll be fine. Uh, my Time at Sandrock, which is a sequel to My Time at Porsche, which was a lovely little game from Team 17 a couple of years ago. Uh, it comes out on May 26th. I may or may not have been playing that for the past week and a half. Um, so do look out for that on that day because that's the embargo day and that's when we get to share our reviews if we have or haven't done one. So look out for that if indeed there is one to look out for. Um, May 27th, Arcade Spirits, the new challenges. This is coming to consoles, I believe. Um, it's a very, very fun kind of like 2D romantic sim slash beat em up. It's uh, kind of in, in a very similar vein to Boyfriend Dungeon, that kind of thing. It's uh, well cool. So. If you're into that kind of stuff, do check it out. Uh, KO the Kangaroo is also coming out on PS4 and PS5 and Xbox and all that goodness. Um, a cracking uh, platformer. Is that a remake or just a, a, a port of it? Oh, it's a full-on remake, my friend. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Something to play. <laughs> Something else to play for you. Um, Snowrunners coming to PS5 and Xbox Series X. Yep, free to anyone that's got the original. Lovely stuff. That's on uh, 31st, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, not officially this week, but it's on my list. So Yeah, go. no, that's fine. I'm actually kind of looking forward to that. I know I'll download it, play it for about 20 minutes and go, oh, this looks amazing. And yeah. That's it. <laughs> my, yeah mate Sam, you... my mate Sam got really into it. Yeah, but you did as well. You were a big fan of it. I, I did. Uh, yeah, I know. It, I did a review time and then some afterwards, and I kind of got stuck for a bit. And I, I, the reason it made me stop was because I'd lost a save. Ah. Yeah. Um, I didn't, don't tell her. I didn't lose a save. I lost a vehicle that I spent a lot of money and time getting and then i put it in my garage and it went it's only when i got back into it that my mate sam was playing it and he went oh i'll tell you what come to russia with me which is like you can do the levels in any order you want like the areas is america alaska and no because alaska is in america um oh yeah it's like michigan alaska and russia um but obviously you need a better vehicle to tackle the harsher climates kind of thing and he went i don't know come with me to russia jumped into his game he got me like one of the best trucks in the game that you can find and then I got in it, and it's mine, took it to a garage, booted up my save. So I was doing all the early game stuff with an amazing truck. Because hmm. you start some of the trucks you get to start with, like it's just attrition trying to drag stuff. When you've got like a proper 300-liter, 18-truck, multi-spreaded wheel, fucking whatever it is, it's, it's a doddle. <laughs> it is. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately, I didn't port my save over from PS4 to PS5 for some reason. It all might right. still be in the cloud. I'm not sure, but yeah, we'll see. Have you had PS Plus that whole time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should be out there, yeah, but I did be. turn cloud updates off for a while because those get notifications that were really annoying. Oh, couldn't uh, update this. Couldn't update this save. Like, why? I didn't ask you to. <laughs> uh, well, fingers crossed. If not, you can just play it for Start half an hour and check out the shininess. Shiny mud. Let's yeah. And uh, yeah, that's it for this week. So yeah, again, not a heavy week. We're in that time of year where it's all a bit. Yeah. But hey, it's festival season, isn't it? Tis indeed. And this is the time of year where we get excited about games coming out at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a weird time to be. Uh, Ooh, what to are be... you looking forward to? Oh, nothing for the next four months. No, 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 nothing for five months. That is to play on my £450 games console. Mm. It's fine. It's um, an investment. <laughs> it's an investment for six or seven years until we have to do it all over again. Mm-hmm. And a Slim comes out. That's exactly that. Exactly that. The PS5 Slim Pro 4K Pro. <laughs> Uh, well, then that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all very much indeed for listening. Don't forget, if you do want to follow us, you can follow us absolutely everywhere. Just go to the link tree in the description below to find us in all the places. If you do want to follow us on Twitter, you can at FNGRGNS. If you want to follow us individually, you can also do that too. Just go to our individual handles also in the description below. If you really like what we do, why not follow our Patreon? For $1 a month, you can keep this podcast live on its various podcast hosting services and keep the website nice and shiny. Uh, but that's it. Thank you very much, Greg, for joining me this week. Hey, you're welcome. It's 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 nice to be here. It's just saying that everyone else bailed. Um, down yeah. and, their, and their family commitments and holidays. Yeah, going on holidays, having babies. I mean, what is this? <sighs> so selfish. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with uh, hopefully more. <laughs> more of us to talk about uh, talk about all the great things that we've seen during the week and all the gaming news um, that you could possibly muster in a single podcast that will. Just tick about over an hour that we did this week. I like that. <laughs> Makes it very easy to edit. So um, it is goodbye from Greg. Bye.
And that's goodbye from me. I've been Roscoe. We'll see you next time on the Finger Guns Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fade away, fade away.